Alrighty, welcome back to the Private Members Podcast, episode number seven. Hope you are doing amazing as you are tuning in here, like we are every single week with deep dive episodes on topics that are near and dear to my heart and to your journey. Things that I encounter, I have encountered with our members for years now. And the idea here is that we keep it simple, keep it to the point, but also spend some time on the topics, right? I mean, I could deliver this topic in five minutes, but I've learned in life as well that it's life's not just all about facts. Like facts are great, but we do need context. We do need stories and we do need a bit of filler to, yeah, to just understand a topic better. That was a huge epiphany for me a couple of months ago because I was like, Hey, I, I could literally do like two minute podcast episodes. Would that be helpful? Yes. But would that be, would the person truly learn about the topic? I don't think so. So that's why I committed to more longer term, not longer term, a long form content. So you're going to see on my public podcast, but also on my YouTube channels, it's going to be new content coming out. That's more long form. Obviously short form content is great too, but in the end, the long form is where it's at and where people truly learn. And obviously here in the, the program you guys are busy right you have things to do so we make it simple and we want to make it even simpler moving forward however i do believe everyone should have 20 to 30 minutes a week to listen to podcasts even even more so because you can do it on the go you can do it while you're working out right so if you've been enjoying it do let me know um, the downloads have been pretty consistent and then picking up so it's great to see um, i would love to Keep delivering the value for you guys. So today's episode is about a topic that's very prevalent in everyone's journey and it is about eating out, right? Eating out on your journey, how eating out is killing your progress, right? So again, as a member of the program, you obviously get a meal plan, you get nutrition, coaching, you get everything set up for your success. But we all know that obviously eating out is part of the journey, right? I think one of the things people get wrong still with the fitness transformation is trying to be perfect, trying to count everything they can. <laughs> I speak of experience here, all the processed foods, no sugar, right? No, no treats, no eating out. Um, and what happens is obviously might work for some time and the results are great, but it is at some point you do yeah, you are going to fall off and you are going to eat out and you are going to basically derail your diet. Um, so eating out is, a, is an interesting thing, right? It's been, for me, over the last few years, it's been picking up for sure. I think if you have asked me like four years ago or so, um, I think I would have said, I don't need to eat out. I'm totally fine. I would just eat my own food to cook for myself. Why do I need to go to the restaurant or, or something? And... I have to say the last couple, like two years, um, with a bit more traveling as well, meeting different new people, being in different social circles, it has picked up for me eating out. And I wouldn't say I'm, okay, this is, I don't know, I don't know how this sounds, right? I'm obviously blessed to be able to eat out and experience all of which life has to offer and all of which like countries and restaurants have to offer. Um, but I don't know if it's a good, kind of evolution of my own personal health because I do have to say that 
since I started eating out, I've been having just a harder time to, to stay in shape and to feel very energetic, energetic and energized. Um, so part of me thinks that what if I just don't eat out, right? But then at the same time, obviously, if we want to enjoy life, if we want to spend time with friends, as we get older, obviously, food and restaurants is the number one way to, to do that. And it's a nice way, right? I mean, we sit, sit together and we eat. And obviously, this is a topic for vegans spe specifically as well, where as a vegan, you're just going to have a tougher time to eat out, which I can do a bit of a insight as well on this episode, how to eat out as a vegan. Um, so I have to say, for me personally, that's also why I'm doing this episode, because it's a journey I've been personally through. And I wouldn't say, yeah, it's, how do I best put it? Obviously, eating out is great. We can all be grateful for it. Restaurant food can be very delicious. But I think we're underestimating um, the impact of it on our health in a, in a negative way. Because I've personally felt it. I've personally seen it. And I just I have friends that just constantly eat out, never cook for themselves. And um, they're obviously not in great shape. Uh, they obviously don't have great energy. Um, they obviously don't really achieve big things in their life necessarily or or live very... Uh, I'm talking really bad about my friends. I'm not saying that they, they're bad friends, but it's just like I can, you, can just, you can just feel that eating is more of a, hey, how can we, how can we just get this like fixed by someone else? And I personally, when I was eating out much, much more frequently, I just felt this energy uh, like plummeting right no more focus bad digestion and in the end like i was at the mercy of other people right when you're eating out constantly you are at the mercy of uh, some restaurant or some cook um, you don't know how much oil they're putting not much how much you don't know how much salt they're putting you don't know if it's actually plant-based um and you're just not in control of your food right and of your choices so while on the one side i would say that eating out should be part of any health journey. So that's, I want to preface that. I don't believe that a health journey is just never eating out and always cooking at home. I personally believe in a more lifestyle-friendly approach to health. And I think you can always go like zero, basically. But that's an all-or-nothing mindset, right? It's also not healthy for us. So I don't believe that. I also don't believe in having like take out food every day or even multiple times a week i don't believe in that either um so that's an interesting conversation to have and like the title says this is not something i made up out of like out of thin air um again we've coached a lot of people and we are coaching um a lot of members right now and i just see sometimes quite a bit of potential being lost unfortunately by people not making progress because they are eating out quite a couple of times a week. They are like grabbing snacks on the go. They are relying on takeout food. And sometimes, sometimes they want to save time with doing that. But in life, everything has opportunity cost. So we might save time by taking the takeout bowl instead of cooking yourself. But then, in turn, you're losing time because you're basically stuck with your body weight or body fat 
and you have to spend more time in getting rid of the body fat because you're eating out so much. You know what I mean? Like it's like first and second order consequences, like second order consequences and long-term thinking, right? And I know it's not easy if you work long hours, you have so much else going on. I know it can be tough, right? But if you look at it, you will find a pocket to prep some food for yourself. And the more you do it, the better you will you will get at it. Um, and then you're not wasting any time in the long term because you're actually finally losing the body fat. So as this, this podcast especially goes out to people who have been yeah, kind of stuck, like not really moving forward on the journey. It's maybe because you're still eating out too much. Um, now, everyone, obviously everyone is on a different part of their journey. So that depends on where you're at. But in general, eating out can destroy a lot of progress and can hold you back. Okay, Maybe you are in a season in your, in your journey where you're fine with maintaining and you can, you can eat out and maintain. That's definitely possible. I've done it. A lot of other members have done it. But if you're striving for more, then it's mostly need to be limited to, to actually see results. Um, but the thing is that in general, talking about healthy eating out as well, you might be like, okay, Fritz, like I'm not eating pizza. I'm not eating junk food every week. When I eat out, I pick the Buddha bowls. I pick the pokey bowls with the tofu. Um, I pick the acai bowls, right? I have the, the bean burger. Great choices. 100%. The ingredients are what matter. For sure. But healthy food has calories too. And sometimes they're so hidden and you wouldn't expect it that it could actually be more dangerous for you. Just to give a few examples. A an acai bowl with acai, with banana inside, strawberries inside, peanut butter inside, chia seeds inside, maybe some agave syrup. Um, topped with granola, right? Maybe another banana chopped on top, made with oat milk. Those are all high sugar, high carb, and also high fat ingredients. Zero grams of protein and a lot of sugar. So an acai bowl can have a thousand calories a plus. Depends on what they put on there, right? That's a lot. A thousand calories for most of you is half of your daily intake or even two-thirds of your daily intake for an acai bowl. That's not even going to satisfy you, right? A pokey bowl. And how, you can, how can you gauge this? I will share more on that in a second. That's the second part of the podcast talking about, okay, how do you actually manage all this? But another example is a pokey bowl, right? A pokey bowl is super healthy from ingredients and fair enough, right? But what's in there? It's basmati sticky rice, it's some spinach, you have tofu in there, you have probably some peanuts, some ginger, you have um, probably a dressing in there, uh, maybe some mango, maybe some pomegranate. Um, it just keeps on adding up, right? And that's why a poke bowl probably has 1200 calories or more. And you can tell, which is the first kind of takeaway and giveaway, is that it's heavy. Anything that's heavy probably has a lot of calories. So anytime you get yourself a bowl or you order something, where obviously the plate is heavy, so 
if it's not a plate, if it's like a like a plastic um, bowl or or something like that. If it's a very heavy and rich looking bowl, then that's what it is. It's heavy and calorie dense. If it's very light, for example, the example I can give is if you go to a grocery store and it's like a prepackaged lettuce salad um, with maybe some some veggies on top or whatever. It's probably very light and you can actually trust that because lettuce is really light and low in calories. So poke bowl, great example of a high calorie bowl, 1200 calories or more. Um, again, a dressing also huge makes a huge difference here. If you take the soy sauce dressing versus a tahini miso dressing, it's like 200 or 300 calories difference for sure. Buddha bowls also secretly high calorie, um, probably 1000 or more at least. Buddha bowls obviously with quinoa, with lentils, uh, with walnuts, with edamame, maybe some tofu in there, a dressing on top, um, maybe some hemp seeds as well easily a thousand calories or more as you can see high carb high fat low in protein as well and the protein is not is another topic here because it's great if you choose the the meal with tofu but if it's like six cubes it's like 15 grams of protein maybe right so when you look at the the protein amount you always want to look at okay how many cubes of tofu do they put is it actually firm tofu or is it even silicon tofu which has even lower calories, uh, even lower protein and, and uh, efficiency. Um, but just think about a block of tofu, which has 200 grams usually in weight, and look at, okay, how many cubes could that be? How many cubes do you have in your meal? And then you can that kind, of, kind of gauge how much protein how much protein it has. So this is the healthy stuff, right? Now, there's a few other examples, of course. I'm just trying to think uh, what other health foods there are. Uh, sushi is usually pretty high in calorie um, on average, I would say. Vietnamese food, I think is a great choice. You just need to be mindful of how much fat is in there, but like soups are usually a solid choice. Anything like vegetable, stir fry, but again, don't underestimate it. It's also probably stir fried in a lot of oil and has a lot of dressing as well. So any takeout food, you're probably looking at at least 700 calories plus at least what are examples of lower calorie takeout foods great question i'm just trying to think of of options here um i would say anything that's just more pure like just tofu um like how do you call it tofu skewers if you if you get that even um anything seitan related seitan is very low on calorie um like anything veggie related um, like salads can be a good choice where the dressing is on the side and it's actually kale or lettuce and there's not too much other stuff going on. It's always a great choice as well. Um, so a few options that you can take. I'm, I'm trying to think of a few more as we go. Um, the, the unhealthier options like a pizza, definitely 1,000 to 1,400 calories because it's just so much bread. By the way, bread also is kind of dangerous if you're eating out. Um, so be mindful of that. Burger, probably a thousand calories easily. Um, drinks as well, depends, right? Uh, beer, like half a liter of beer is 300 calories. Wine has like a glass of wine. Um, it's touted to be low calorie, but it's like 200 calories more or more. Um, 
so all these things just, you know, they just add up and the problem is that they're not really satisfying you either because all of these options are low in protein. If you are aiming to get 120, 130, 150 grams, none of the ones that I just mentioned are going to get you there. No acai bowl, no poke bowl, no Buddha bowl is going to get you there. It's just going to be a bunch of fiber, a bunch of sugar from the fruit and a lot of fats and carbs, right? So if you think about eating out as a vegan, it's very limited. If you're omnivore, vegetarian, there's a few more options. If vegetarian, like in general, you can stick with eggs and you can stick with some dairy products, but also very limited. Um, if you're omnivore, you have a bit of an easier life, I guess. Um, chicken options are usually very low on calorie. Um, but again, that's a whole different story, right? For vegans, we do need to be very mindful. The best options are, in the end, look for a high-protein meal that has not too much fat, like not too many dressings, that is not deep-fried, that it doesn't have any like nuts or seeds in high amounts. Look for that. Carbs are okay. You can have pasta, you can have rice, you can have quinoa. Um, as long as the protein is a solid amount and there's not too much fat, then that's totally fine to have the good choices in general. Uh, pasta, for example, pasta arrabbiata, super simple meal, probably like 500, 600 calories. Obviously zero protein, but um, you can have a shake before or after. Um, but again, if the, the more higher protein you can go, uh, the better it's going to be. There's one meal here in a restaurant where I went to, which was which basically veggies and tofu, right? So that's obviously a great choice um, to go for. Um, so that's great. You can order sides together. You can order white rice. You can order some broccoli and then um, maybe some other veggies or mushrooms or if they have tofu, you can add that in there too. Um, again, there's a few things like edamame, which could be a great choice um, as they're very high in protein, low in calorie. Um, bread in general, I would try to avoid. I would try to avoid oil, try to avoid dressings, nuts, seeds, those things I would try to try to minimize. And um, yeah, but in general, there's some protein options now coming out. I think, especially in the US, I think you guys are getting more conscious of seitan and, and tofu and tempeh, which are obviously the keys. Now, if you cannot get any protein in your eating out, then just have some a shake beforehand or after to meet your protein needs. That's, that's just a foolproof thing. If you do it before, you're even going to be more satisfied and you probably will not overeat which is a great side effect as well um in general eating out is obviously a bigger topic and has more at play as just the calories and protein right there's a social aspect to it as well um so i know that can be a challenge if it's social pressure people looking at you people wanting you to have a wine too people wanting to i don't know just having you enjoy with them and that's all fine that's all good, but we do need to find the, the silver lining there, right? We do need to find a way where it doesn't impact your health and you are not suffering from it, right? So it's really the art. It's really the art of riding the fine line between eating out and still being on track with your journey. So there's no clear-cut answer here on what is the solution. I can definitely say that if you can minimize it to once or twice a week, 
you'll be in a great place. And let me do a caveat here as well. If you're still at the beginning of your journey, if you're still trying to lose a lot of weight or have a huge shift in your in your physical transformation, which is basically like what the beginner phase is, a lot of our members after the first initial few months and going to phase two with evolution, a lot of them have already achieved quite a bit of weight loss, quite a bit of transformation. And then you can have a bit more leeway, right? But if you're in the beginning, I would try to just cut it out completely or maybe once or twice a week max. I'm not just talking dinner with friends. I'm talking takeout, right? So dinner with friends and family, like you can have that like in a restaurant once or twice a week. And I encourage that, of course, like don't just isolate yourself, I guess. But when I say eating out, I also mean takeout. So be really strict with yourself. Like don't have takeout like a couple times a week. It will not help you. And rather you bite the bullet and have a shake instead of having some random takeout meal, right? So that's something that I would just like you to commit to. And trust me, the results are going to come in. And then when you have the results, like I have now, like I have the muscle, I have the results. Now I can have a few meals a week, which I don't really prefer either, trust me. Eating at home is better in every single way. Obviously, some people like to cook. Some people don't really like to cook. But I prefer food at home by a mile every single day, for sure. Um, but of course, we want to enjoy as well, right? Now, one last thing I want to touch on here. And again, why is eating out killing your progress? Because if you're not in a calorie deficit, you are going to not lose weight. You're not going to see progress. And a thousand calorie poke bowl, fourteen hundred calories, Buddha bolts. I'm not gonna get you any closer. You can have a solid meal if you look at your meal plan right now, for like four hundred, five hundred, six hundred calories for a good amount of food. You're gonna be very satisfied, and you're gonna feel so energized. So when you want to see calorie efficiency, you look at your meal plan. It's an art form. What we are able to achieve: give you high protein, delicious high-volume meals that are easy to make. Which basically can have three of them for one acai bowl, which is maybe two of them for one acai bowl, right? Which is pretty amazing. So with that being said, the weekends are obviously the main challenge here. So if you can master your weekends, you can find a routine that works for you, that has you enjoy time with your friends, but still stay on track with your goals, then you have the jackpot because in the week it's probably easier you're busy you're on the go you have things to do in the weekends there's a the brunch right there's lunch there's dinner and again i want you to enjoy all these things but you're also going to be mindful of your journey and where you're at right now if you're early on in your journey and you still need a lot of results or if you're later on in your journey and you need a lot of results still or you want a lot of results then you gotta cut back there's no other way if you are already in a journey quite a bit, you're doing great, you're humming along, you're making progress, then you can have a few more meals, of course, and make it work. Maybe even make it a challenge for yourself. Can you eat out and lose fat? Yes, you can. Maybe work with intermittent fasting, if you like, which is basically skipping breakfast, so you're saving your calories for dinner. I used to do that quite a bit. Skip breakfast, push out lunch till like 2 p.m., have a nice lunch, and then have an amazing big dinner, and it actually worked for me as well so there's different ways to to do it to make it happen but long story short the clients that are crushing it and i'm talking about and this is the shout of the week um this is from 
uh, week, February 12 to 18. Um, some shoutouts for you guys. Joshua Cohen is crushing it. Uh, and he's getting a lot of compliments from his friends. Amy Petrucci is now down 75 pounds with us from 265 pounds to 190 pounds. Shout out to you, Amy. You're crushing it. Been with us for a while um, as a member. And Jennifer is crushing all workouts and lost over eight pounds since starting in January. So just a month in. A little bit more than a month, I think. And eight pounds down. Cassandra still smashing it, losing 2.6 pounds in a week um, after being off for a few weeks. So these guys are crushing it. They're not eating out that much and they're seeing amazing results. If you also want to lose eight pounds in a month or so, if you want to lose 75 pounds, maybe if you want to just shred the last bit of fat, then you got to cut down on eating out. Um, but yeah, that was the episode for this week. Just a few tips for you. Again, I'm not perfect either. I'm figuring this out myself. But um, there's going to be some videos I'm going to be putting out, going through restaurants, giving tips, and breaking things down for you. So stay on the lookout for that. Obviously, the episodes here are going to continue. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep getting those V-gains. Save the planet. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in every week. Much love. Talk soon. Bye-bye.